Good morning, beautiful people. I'm Jamie Filer, personal trainer and self-development coach. Welcome to your Monday morning mindset shift, where I'm gonna teach you how to take what you're thinking and make it better. The glass is always half full, my friends. Today's shift is this. All right, so one of my favorite books of all time is called The Success Principles. And it's like a 750 page book. And the guy dives into like 100 different principles of success. Um, So I am giving you a summary. This is my book report of the success principles by Brian Tracy. The first one that I love, and again, some of this will be redundant for a lot of you because I, I talk about goal setting. uh, Oh my gosh. What is it? Every week. Um, but there's a reason, right? So clarity, clarity, 80% of your success comes from clarity. And we're not just talking clarity of goals. We're talking about knowing who you are, knowing what you stand for, and then knowing what you want to accomplish. Conversely, 80% of failures are due to lack of clarity, right? I would say like, I read an article, I think it was like on Forbes or Inc.com. It said 50 successful business owners were asked for their best time management tool. 49 out of the 50 held up a writing pad, right? Because the business tool was simple, making a list, right? Getting after it, creating a habit tracker. Most people fail because they are not clear on what they want, right? I could turn my laptop around and show you my vision board. Same thing, right? They don't think on paper. They just like let these ideas swirl in their head. And then before you know it, they're putting out fires in their relationships, in their life in general, um, in their businesses, right? So, Why do you think I ask you guys to write down your three key goals every week? I hope that you you have a to-do list or a vision board or something else on your own. But if you don't do it outside of this program, at least you're doing it within the confines of this program. It is the physical process of writing down and making the the commitment to yourself, but also to me, low-key, that activates all three major areas of the brain and make us stick to our goals and our ideas long-term. All right, so the seven key steps, and of course, writing them all down can help you achieve more clarity. And then of course, with clarity comes confidence. With confidence comes more competence. And with competence comes consistency. All right, so of course, we're gonna decide exactly what you want, right? Feel free to go back to the trainings, nine-step goal setting, start with why, goal clarity, training, all of it, all right? You gotta know exactly what you want and what's gonna happen when you accomplish it. Then you're gonna write it down. If your goals aren't written down, they're just a fantasy. If you write down one important goal today, I guarantee you things will start to happen for you. Why? Because the reticular activating system in the brain is going to say, oh, is that what Susan wants? Okay, cool. Yeah, we can totally make that happen. Next, (laughs) we're going to set a deadline because your goals are not open-ended. All right? Every goal should come with a deadline. This simple action of saying, by December 31st, 2023, I will It adds a level of clarity that most people choose to ignore. Then we're going to make a list. Check it twice. Everything you need to do to accomplish this goal. Okay. Right. 
the goal is a new car, right? Okay, totally cool. I respect that. What needs to happen, right? Well, we're probably going to have to, maybe it starts with making more money. Okay, good. Then what do we do? Do we pick up more shifts? Do we look for another part-time job altogether? Do we find a side hustle, right? Do we win the, do we start playing the lottery? I don't know. Whatever works for you guys, okay? Keep a pad of paper by your bed, add items as they come to mind. Then of course we have to organize. You have to organize said list, right? Just like Kat did with her house, we want to minimize the extra shit, right? Maybe playing the lottery, not as useful as coming up with a side hustle. Sell shit in your house you don't need. Great idea, right? So organize the list, prioritize it from most important to least important, and then probably eliminate the least important stuff. (laughs) Then take action. Oh my gosh, this gets in the way. Why? Because sometimes the act of making a list is enough to convince our brains we're doing something. But it's not. There's a difference between movement and action. Writing down a list is movement. Makes you think, right? The dopamine is in the chase. But you got to accomplish stuff. That's why we take action. And how do we do that? By doing something every day. One thing, one thing that's going to move the needle 1% towards your goal, right? Confidence, confidence. You can only be successful if you're good at what you do in anything, right? You can only have a successful marriage if you're a good partner. (laughs) That's how that works. You can only be a good employee or a good boss if you're good at your industry, but very few people are willing to put in the time and effort it takes to take their natural ability or no skill whatsoever and turn them into the hard skills that translate into success. To gain more confidence, break down your work and decide which skills, which fundamentals you need to be in the top 10% of your field. I watched it. He said it was Kobe's last interview, but if you Google Kobe's last interview, like a million people say that. Anyway, Lewis Howe's Kobe Bryant. Kobe said that uh, when he was 10 and 11, he went to a summer camp in uh, Philadelphia and he scored zero points. Two summers in a row, Kobe Bryant, even 10-year-old Kobe Bryant scored zero points. So what did he do? He spent six months uh, between 11 and 12 working on his free throw, Six, the next six months working on his three-point shot, The next six months, dribbling skills, and then the next six months, something else. So two years, he averaged 60 points a game as a 14-year-old and became the best player in the state at 14. Why? Because he mastered the fundamentals, right? Competence to confidence. You don't get what you want in life. You get what you earn in life, all right? As you build your skills, also Look for ways to help people with it, right? Some of the best entrepreneurs are also the most philanthropic. I know that Andy Frisella isn't a great example because he is a bit of a douchebag most times, but he said for him, the reason he became an entrepreneur and a multimillionaire isn't so that he could buy a Porsche. It's because he wanted every single one of his employees to be able to buy a Porsche. And that's why he does what he does with First Form and all of the other businesses he owns, right? So confidence is about being really good at whatever it is you do and owning that and being competent, but also having confidence that whatever it is you're going to be good at is going to affect the lives of the people around you. So you're doing it for the greater good. 
Concentration. Hmm. The ability to focus on one thing at a time and focus on that task until it is complete. This might be more difficult than clarity and confidence, right? Especially in a world filled with constant emails and distractions and notifications and people and things and projects that need our attention. To drive this point home, um, I don't know if you've ever read the book, Eat That Frog, uh, but this is essentially the premise. The first thing you should do in the morning is the most difficult task, right? It's the thing that you want to, if your brain instinctively wants to avoid it, that should be the first thing that you tackle, right? And then as soon as you do, right, it could take 30 minutes, right? After you're said and done, you're like, ah, that wasn't so hard. Could take three hours. But either way, once you are finished it, you will have the pleasure of knowing that is the worst thing that you will do all day, right? That's it. You've eaten the biggest frog. Now all of these tiny frogs are like appetizers and hors d'oeuvres. All right. So once you have determined the hardest, most valuable thing you need to accomplish that day, go do it, no matter how unpleasant it is. Identify your constraints, right? We we start this call off with wins because I love getting that energy going, especially on a Sunday. But if you guys will notice, right, I will always end my feedback emails to you with, how can I support you? What's your biggest challenge this week? What are we working on, right? We need to identify constraints, speed bumps, roadblocks, whatever you want to call them, because these are the limiting factors that stand in the way of where you are and where you want to be, but also maybe how fast you're able to get there. So instead of trying to change everything all at once, identify a single factor, a single challenge, a single constraint and try to alleviate it. So if, for example, building your business, making more money is limited by the number of conversations you have each day, cool. Let's try to double that number. How can we start more conversations? Do we have to get more active on social media? Do we join a networking group? Do we reach out to that one friend that somehow knows everybody and says, hey, do you mind spreading the word about my business, right? If your constraint to meeting new people is social anxiety, Let's start with a coffee date with one close friend, just you and them, right? Phone, face down, no distractions, no anything, right? Then we graduate to maybe two couples coming over for a dinner party. And then finally, we go out and we rave hard. Either way, long story short, we want to identify constraints. Continuous learning, right? How many times have I offered resources, sources, books, podcasts, audiobooks to you guys, right? Like breathing, becoming better and better at what you do must become a natural part of your life. Most successful people, based on what I've read, uh, articles, blogs, autobiographies, spend 60 to 90 minutes a day studying their field. Everyone from Warren Buffett to personal trainers to people who do coding for a living, right? not working in their field, right? Because answering emails, making videos doesn't necessarily make me better, but like going to seminars and watching YouTube videos, right? Big distinction, okay? Studying. Warren Buffett, again, I love I love it because there's no denying that the guy is the best in his field, right? He reads 500 pages a day all about his field. No wonder he is who he is. Remember, 
One great idea can make you rich. It's all you need, right? Or successful, right? Maybe, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say like, maybe rich isn't your thing. Totally cool. Rich in life, wealthy, right? So keep reading, keep studying, devote time each day. I don't care whether it's 10 pages or 10 minutes. Make the time every single day. Commitment. There is absolutely no success in this world without commitment. Whatever it is you decide to do, put your whole heart into it. If you are committed, there is nothing in this world that can come between you and your dreams. And I'm not just saying that. This isn't just me being cheesy. You know that I fully believe that. Um, One of my friends who is a natural pro bodybuilder, he's also an online fitness coach. He has a quote that he said in 2013, and I will never forget it, okay? He said, don't fake passion. One day you'll meet someone in your field who is truly passionate and you'll be fucking embarrassed. And I love that, right? Because sometimes we go after what we think are our dreams, but really we're doing it to keep up with the Joneses or impress our partner or stand out in our friend group. But it's, it's so meaningless, So we don't continue to put effort in after three months or as soon as we see how hard it could be, we're like, nah, brah. That is why I always emphasize picking a goal that is congruent with you. And it's why often like sometimes I'll go straight to money in my head because I just assume people like it. But for some people, like they don't care. That's not what's important to them. Maybe they've got a commitment to their family or they've got a commitment to their employees, right? So whatever it is, don't fake passion around your goal or what it is you really want. Find a goal that you can truly go after authentically. And in order to do that, you need number seven. You need courage. Courage consists of two parts. The first the first part is just getting started. Going back to Kobe's interview, right? He said that he was in, he played for the NBA for 20 years and he was amazing. And he was inc- obviously, right? No one can deny it, that he was definitely one of the goats. Um, But he said as soon as he retired, he had no idea what to do. He didn't just want to be one of those athletes that retires, plays golf, plays golf and invests in real estate. But he said it took so much courage for him to decide to be a storyteller. And once he got over himself and he got the courage and the confidence and he stayed committed and he removed constraints, he wrote Dear Basketball and won an Oscar for it right? Taking a chance in the face of failure and rejection is is where success will come to you, right? The second half of courage is, of course, persistence, right? Dear Basketball didn't happen after the first iteration of the book or the movie, rather, right? He was persistent. He rewrote it and rewrote it and had mentorships with Disney and Pixar, and he spoke to his daughters about it, right? Persistence is the unbreakable force that will keep you going. You can also call this resilience, right? Because sometimes it's not just about going after it and going after it, but resilient, like something knocks you back and you have to keep going. And then something knocks you back and you have to keep going. So how do you develop this unshakable quality of persistence and, and courage? Is you remind yourself that nothing can stop you if you don't quit. Nothing in the world. You just have to keep moving. So keep saying to yourself every single day, I am someone who doesn't give up. I am someone who doesn't let constraints get in the way of my goals. And if you never give up, if you never stop, 
you will become an enormous success in the weeks and months and years to come. You will achieve what it is you want. You will 100% reach your goals. And that's your Monday morning mindset shift. I appreciate you listening. If you loved what you heard, subscribe, like, share, and tag me in stories about this podcast. I'll share back. Until next time, the glass is always half full, my friends.